Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Mickey Spagnola joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline to talk about the Cowboys' brief appearance in the playoffs and where they go from here. Mickey, always gracious after wins and losses. Mickey, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you guys today? We're good. Uh, I'm disappointed because I was like I was hoping to have the Cowboys back on the Buzz Airwaves this weekend, but you know you can't always get what you want, as Mick Jagger once said. Hmm. Yeah, they're disappointed too. Believe me, uh, it was a uh, hurting locker room after the game, a hurting uh, locker room uh, that we were in uh, briefly uh, last uh, yesterday. Uh, and, uh, yeah, sort of a shock to them on how everything fell apart uh, in a three-hour span after going through however months there is in a, in a season. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hurting bunch, including, you know, everybody involved uh, in the front office, too, by the way. Yeah, we'll talk about the future, but I'm just curious about your thoughts on the game, first off. And how much you feel like was execution and how much was planning for what Green Bay decided to do and maybe how out of the ordinary, because we haven't watched a lot of Green Bay this year, how much out of the ordinary from what Green Bay did have they done in the past? Because it looked like Dallas was caught off guard, frankly, in a lot of situations. Uh, I agree with you uh, defensively. Uh, I'm not sure why, and i got to go back and look at it, my – assignment today on I had this feeling they played so much zone mm-hmm. defensively in the secondary which that's not their MO. They were a man team. Uh, I don't know if they were trying to hide uh, the injury to Stefan Gilmore. Didn't want to get him in a lot of uh, man coverage uh, with the shoulder that uh, you know they were trying to protect. Uh, but I, I can't remember seeing that many wide receivers that wide open for such big game game uh, in quite some time. Uh, and I, maybe their offense better prepared than what the defense prepared for. Um, and then defensively, I thought the Packers came up with a good game plan, and it was kind of what we've seen when the Cowboys have struggled offensively, uh, number one, taking away um, C.D. Lamb, and then number two, putting pressure on Dak Prescott. He got sacked four times. He got hit nine times. And he had to run with the ball six times. And those weren't called runs. So they figured out a way to cover and put pressure on the quarterback that they figured not letting him beat us. And I know what the stats look like at the end of the game, but those were two consolation touchdowns that, uh, you know, the Packers said, hey, you can you can have all the yards you want. We're not giving up anything in one fell swoop. You're going to have to drive the field, which they did, gain yards, scored touchdowns, and made it look not as bad as it really was because, they were on the verge at uh, 48-16 with 10 minutes to go uh, to suffer the worst playoff loss in their history. Uh, and as it turned out, 
They gave up more points than they ever have in a playoff game. Mickey, what do you think the fallout is? It's a good question. Uh, and I know what you know. everybody expects. Probably the same thing they're expecting in Philadelphia, too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but here's, here's the kind of cautionary tale. And I know there's all these big-name uh, uh, head coaches out there that, you know, are available. But whoever you hire, who's he hiring as his offensive coordinator? Because remember, the head coach was the offensive coordinator. Uh, and they nearly, you know, set a record for points scored this season. Uh led the league in points scored. Uh, so who's taking over that? Because if you change head coaches, then you're changing both coordinators probably. And and, and you're going to go through a lot of change. So I don't know if that factors in to a decision because whoever you hire is going to be in 12 games and two rounds in the playoffs. But what if he doesn't? You, you fire that guy too, so you got to be careful on trying to figure out why what happened uh, on on Sunday happened uh, before you start just you know taking out the sword and cutting people off uh, left and right. You know, it's it's interesting. We're talking to Mickey Spagnuolo on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. At the same time, we talk about Dak, and there are people calling, you know, for somebody to replace him at quarterback. And the guy had a you know an MVP type of season. But there have been continued issues in the playoffs for him. Do you think he presses, Mickey, That and you watch him all year, do you think he presses a little bit when they get to the postseason trying to do a little more than he needs to? I think early in the game, and I've seen this from really good quarterbacks in the playoffs, that you get a little bit too excited. I don't know if it's pressing, but you're really ramped up. And I've noticed that a couple of the misses he had early were high. Uh, and I've seen that. I, I mean, I've seen that from Troy Aikman a couple times mm-hmm. uh, early in a playoff game, and then you kind of settle down. Uh, but I think their defensive scheme really did uh, a good job on containing the Cowboys' receivers. I mean, we didn't see when the game was being contested that many wide open guys. Uh, now I know he missed a couple, but you always miss a couple. But it seemed like it was a struggle to find guys uh, that were open. Um, and, again, I understand the quarterback thing, right? But the offensive line had something to do with it, right? Because they couldn't run the ball, and that had nothing to do with Dak. Um, you know, the tight end played pretty well. Um, so I, I'm, I'm one of these guys that, I, I, I guess I err on the side of not blaming everything on the quarterback uh, because I've seen some very good quarterbacks uh, on bad teams and not have good seasons, right? And it's always the quarterback's problem. Yeah, uh, It's never the team's problem. And, and, and you know, and I understand what happens now uh, with the history of the Cowboys uh, in the playoffs. These guys had nothing to do with 2018, 2016, 2014, 2009, 2007, but the history is there. And it's always going to fall on that team's shoulders until 
they break through on their own, uh, but they can't make up for past failures in, in or be responsible for past failures in the playoffs. I think this game is a perfect example of why it, it, you, it's imperative. You've got to have a good running game, too. So it's almost like a reset button. All right, the, the Dak struggling or the passing game struggling. Well, let's go back to the basics. We can run the ball, and they haven't been able to do that. Take a look at the Bills, you know, with the emergence of James Cook. That, they're a different team now that they can run the ball when they need to. And uh, I think that was something that was sorely missed Sunday. Oh, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, you know, and it sounds like, oh, you're so old school that, you know, you better be able to run the ball some effectively, right? And you better be able to stop the run. And they didn't either. Um, you go look at the, 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 the six games the Cowboys lost this year. Um, all but one time, uh, the team that won rushed for at least 109 yards. And that was 143 on Sunday. And while it, 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 it didn't seem like one failed swoop, right? They just run big games, but they were effectively running the football uh, to the point um, Aaron Jones ends up rushing for three touchdowns. Now, I know one was, what, one yard, three yards, but the other was a nine yard. But that's three touchdowns. That tied up. A Packers playoff record for most rushing touchdown uh, in the playoff in a single playoff game, and the other thing it did was now Aaron Jones has rushed for more playoff touchdowns than anybody in Packers history. He's got seven, three against the Cowboys, uh, and that means he did something that Jim Taylor and Paul Horning <laughs> never did. Think about it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another thing. You know, I, I know we focus on the quarterback. We focus on, uh, you know, the ability of the offensive coordinator calling plays. But the defense didn't have to give up 41 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, they gave up 41 points. Uh, I know one of the touchdowns is set up by the interception. They got the ball at the 19-yard line. But just because that happens, you don't have to let them score in four plays. Now, I understand it makes it easier, uh, but even take that away, they, they still gave up 30, 34 points on their own. Um, you know, sometimes the defense got to step up, uh, and they didn't. They looked lost out there, to tell you the truth. So, uh, so you know, <laughs> I don't know. Is anybody calling for Dan Quinn's head? Uh, you know, he had to have a hand in it, didn't he? Yeah. People are trying to give him a head coaching job, actually, Mickey. So, <laughs> well, I don't think yeah. so. And, and, yeah, and, and after that, that might take precedence of any interview you have for a job. They're going to say, well, what what happened? Why did that happen? Right? I had a bad day. It's like Dak said. We say it all the time in here. You picked a bad day to have a bad day. You know, <laughs> well, and 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 they did. Uh, so uh, that's why you know I think that knowing what Jerry's been about, you know, you kind of sit back, take the emotion out of it, kind of think it through on um, you know what has to happen, where you go next. Uh, because again, I go back to what I said earlier. 
bring in a new guy, well, he better win 12 games. Mickey, do you have a theory on what in the world went on and happened in Philadelphia? Uh, I do not. Uh, I, You know, the reality of it is it could have been worse. Yeah. Think about the two games they won before they had the losing streak. They, 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 they should have got beat by Kansas City. The guy's got the winning touchdown uh, pass in his hands at the goal line, and he drops it. And then the Buffalo game, they're in overtime, and they've got the winning touchdown pass in the end zone, and the receiver turns one way and the ball was the other way. They could have lost those two games, too. So all year long, if you really look at what was going on, what were we saying about the Eagles? Well, you know what? They just find a way to win, and the Cowboys can't figure that out because they were winning a lot of close games, a lot of close shades, and then it caught up with them. Uh, And I don't know if Sirianni lost that team, but I'll tell you one thing he lost is that that, – Kind of arrogant smirk he always has on the sideline. <laughs> Got that knocked right off his face. <laughs> Mickey Spagnola with us, DallasCowboys.com, Silver Star Network, uh, Silver Star Nation. Mickey, who, who's your picks right now uh, to, to get to the Super Bowl? Oh, boy. Um, it's always scary to do this after the wild card game because the teams that were the best haven't played. Yeah. And we seem to overlook. Uh, the fact that San Francisco, there's a reason they had a buy. There's a reason Baltimore had a buy, right? And and I always caution myself at this time to say, oh, this team looked good and that team looked good. Okay, well now how are you going to look with the team that was sitting there with their feet up all day uh, on Saturday and Sunday? Um, I kind of like what Buffalo has going on. And they've been on a streak since they were 6-6. Six and six. Uh, So um, I, I think it's a, and, and you kind of brought it up, a good combination of their running game uh, and what Josh Allen can do also, by the way, running the football. Um, so they've caught my attention uh, quite a bit. Um, and on this side, I want to see what happens because uh, San Francisco, to me, has been the most complete team uh, in the NFC. You think Green Bay is on to something, or uh, do they, they catch are. the Cowboys? I mean, because no, no, I, I don't I think, think anybody's giving them a chance at, at uh, San Fran, but I, I just right. liked what they did. Well, if if you if you, I mean, I tried to tell people that you know while I thought the Cowboys would win, I thought it would be somewhat of a struggle uh, right down to you know the wire. Um, they won seven of their last ten games. They beat Kansas City. They beat Detroit. And the quarterback was red hot. Whatever they were doing with him, uh, they had figured something out. He grew. And I think we forget that um, he – this was his first year starting. You know, I've, I've, I've seen people call him a rookie. Well, he's not a rookie. This was his third year. He sat two years behind Aaron Rodgers. And I think he learned something. Uh, and one of the things that, you know, was talked about here was how well he threw off his back foot. Like, if you're getting pressure on him, you better get there because he'll do that back foot throw, and he did. Uh, so he's playing uh, awfully 
uh, efficiently uh, over these last uh, seven or eight games. He only had those last games, he only had one interception. Uh, and, and so he was playing well, and I thought their, where the Cowboys would take advantage of them was their defense, that they weren't real good stopping the run. They did give up points, but they figured a way to shut down the Cowboys. Uh, so uh, I don't know how they play going forward in the playoffs, but I think it's something they have, the league is going to have to reckon with for sure next year. Mickey, thank you for the time, and I'm sure we'll talk if there are any major changes. We'll definitely be asking for uh, your thoughts on it if it goes down, and maybe. Sure thing. Just maybe I'll, we'll be I'll looking be just here. like this. Who knows? Yeah, anytime. Thanks, Mickey.